Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. So this is the last soul spark of this summer, but I have some really good news for you. Due to the incredible feedback that I have received by so many of you that you're really appreciating these short, crisp, tight podcasts that give you inspiration, ideas, motivation for the week ahead that you can apply. I am continuing them moving forward effective immediately. So every Monday, look forward to a Becoming Iconic podcast that supports you in these like really condensed ways that give you zero excuse, right? Like you don't have to set aside time to tap into this podcast. You can pour yourself a coffee. You can do this on a walk. You can do this on the way to the grocery store. This is to support you in every way, shape, or form to really shifting, moving, growing your life and business. So here we are. I just wanted to get that housekeeping out of the way before I drop into a subject that I've been wanting to talk about for three years and have had been a nervous Nelly over. So I am having an audacious conversation on today's Soul Spark, but definitely wanted you to know that this will continue. You can look forward to these types of podcasts. And in January 2024, I have a really exciting addition to the podcast that I'm really looking forward to bringing to you. So if you're not subscribed, you're not getting these automatically downloaded on your phone. So you get prompted and reminded, do that now and always appreciate those shares, always appreciate your generosity and letting people know about the podcast because that's how it continues to grow and we get to serve more. So that that's what this is all about. So today's Soul Spark is an audacious conversation and it is a podcast that I actually recorded back in 2020, but I chickened out. I felt like maybe I would be judged. I felt like maybe I would be a trigger point to people and would create some controversy. But just like last week's Soul Spark, I've realized to be a mentor does not mean that I always say the popular thing. To be a mentor does not mean that I always need to be agreeable and that you need to always agree with my perspectives and opinions. It's simply a point of reference and it is a point of conversation. So I do accept anybody coming into my DMs and having a mature, loving conversation around anything that I say, as long as it is always coming from a point of pure love and consideration and respect. I'm game for conversation. As a matter of fact, it's one of my love languages. So it's not that you always have to agree with me, but I I have to get this off my chest. It is something that I feel so passionate around and I'm just going to let it come out and I'm going to express it the way it's supposed to come. I'm trusting in that. So let's get to it. You're probably like, what in the world are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about lazy language, lazy language. 
We are soaked in lazy language these days. And I'm going to start with the triggering perspective and move into how I hone in the skill of the way I communicate, articulate, express myself. It's one of the top reasons people come into my world and want to hire me. They're like, the way you speak, I just want to speak more like that. And so I know it is attractive. Why? Because the very reason I hired my mentor was the words and the language and the, oh, the, just the, the scope of the way she was able to tell a story and the, the words were different. They were piercing. They were so good. I thought, oh, that is my t- kind of person. But there's so many people out there right now who are so lazy and I, I'm just going to call you out. Again, you don't have to agree, take it for what it's worth, but at least reflect. So I'm going to start with the whole idea around cussing. Okay. Foul language. I'm tired. It's aggravating and it is so unnecessary. The amount of foul language being used in podcasts, especially in people's captions, this is puzzling me. Like, why are you writing this in a caption? But anyway, to each their own. And within their marketing, like there's just so much of it right now. We're inundated. And it's almost like we're normalizing this as this being okay. And it's coming in the form and people are, you know, sort of standing behind this idea that we are liberating ourselves and men can say these things, so can we. But just because a man says something doesn't make it right and doesn't mean we need to, okay? I'm just, I'm sorry if that's going to be something that maybe triggers you, I'm okay with it because we kind of look at these things. Like look at what we're saying and how we are saying things. And I needed to back this up with my own research. I went to the top 10 people I would consider as world shifters, world changers, people who have a big voice, who are thought leaders, who we all know, we've listened to their speeches, we've listened to them on stage. They they are what we would define as ultra successful. And I listened to them and I searched and combed through the things they said and not one of them, there was no exception to this rule, cuss and use foul language. And they have some of the most famous speeches and the most moving quotes. And we gravitate and hang on their words. And they have never used cuss words to reiterate their message, the point they're trying to make. And friends, I've got to be honest, it's pulling away from your message. It's like a scratch on a vinyl record. It disturbs, it disrupts the point. For me, it jars me. It stands out. I pay more attention to the F-bomb that was thrown in the middle of that sentence to the gorgeous idea and thought you're trying to express. It's not necessary to make it more potent. You are not actually grabbing me and holding me to your thought. As a matter of fact, you're losing me by throwing that in. It's amateur to me. I'm sorry it is. To be a professional to stand in this world and make a difference, you do not need to be attached to lazy, foul language. You can be way more innovative than dropping an F-bomb to make a point. You are far more intelligent and you have a bigger vocabulary than you're giving yourself credit for than having to use filler words to make your point. How do you want to be known? 
What reputation do you want to hold? And, and how do you want people to perceive you? We are judged all the time. People make their impression or their judgments upon us very quickly nowadays. And sure, it's, it's right now trendy. But I'll be honest with you. I am not for this trend. I firmly believe and stand in the fact that it is unnecessary, it's lazy, and it is unsophisticated. It just is. Now, do I have something slip from time to time? I do. But I remember even as a teenager, all my friends used to say to me, Jen, you just, the way you speak, it's like you're 10 years older than all of us. And consistently throughout my life, people would say, you never say a bad word. And it wasn't because I think a bad word is bad. I just don't like it. I find it unattractive and I find it really lazy. I just think it's filler. And it's filler that leans more on the side of being unattractive than it does attractive. It's filler that pulls me away from a message versus having me open myself more to it. And in liberating ourselves, lady friends, we do not need to cuss like a trucker in order to feel that. As a matter of fact, liberation means you are so concrete, so grounded and anchored into who you are that all of these things are unnecessary. So I just needed to get that out there. Like, watch your mouth. (laughs) Is it important? If you are in the habit of using cuss words and foul language, Can you actually retrain yourself to at least do it less often, to at least, you know, attempt when you're writing to pull that out of your writing? If it slips off your lips because it is so habitual for you, that may take some time and practice, but in your writing and your content, really, I don't know. It just, to me, seems like someone trying really hard. And especially when it's in the written word, then being natural and grounded and anchored in leadership. Okay, not popular, not a popular opinion, but my goodness, I've waited three years, four years almost to say this. I recorded a podcast literally in 2020 on this and I never put it out because I was so concerned that people would come at me. And I thought, no, I am, I am strong enough and sturdy enough in my leadership that I can hold someone not agreeing with me and actually just know that this opinion is my own. And um, I believe it to be true and correct for me. It doesn't mean I need you to think the same way. We can agree to disagree with love and respect, but I, I do feel like I need to challenge some of you with this. I just feel like it's just sloppy. And I don't think any of us want to build sloppy businesses. You don't see the major brands out there with cuss words in their marketing. It's not like buy an effing Coca-Cola. Nobody does that. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just not necessary. Okay. I'm moving on because I don't want to harp on that for too long. The second thing with lazy language is these filler words that go beyond cussing and foul language. So one of the things I've noticed is when people are launching or people are birthing something to life, there's so many people say the same thing when they're starting and like ready to let it come out. They say, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to tell you. And the word excited, it's kind of like, you know, the term, how are you? Oh, I'm busy. 
it's like, it doesn't even mean anything anymore because everybody just says it. So that the actual meaning behind the word is like diminished. It's gone. It's evaporated because we've used it so much. It doesn't land the way it's intended to. So let's be careful with the words we use instead of like, I'm so excited. You could say, I am really elated to share with you this new idea, or I feel so privileged in bringing this incredible offering to life, or I am really looking forward to how you receive this abundant new offering of mine. It is not hard. It takes thought. It takes time and contemplation, leadership and intention, and you've got all of these things. So I wanted to give you something as you're learning. So if you are someone who is showing up on your stories, maybe you're doing lives on Instagram, LinkedIn, maybe right now you're doing lots of reels, maybe you have a podcast and you're writing tons of content and you're starting to notice how you're repeating yourself. You're using the same words over and over again. This is different than, you know, sort of your brand promise, your brand values. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about simple language that we're using within a sentence. If you're noticing this about yourself, it could even come in the form of using industry lingo. You know, there's in marketing, we have this language. And so in specific industries, it's like they have their own dialogue and we can start just like taking what somebody else is saying and using it as our own. And it's just not coming through and landing because it's not the words that were meant for us. We're just regurgitating what we are hearing and what we're seeing and within the industry or the people we're working with. So you can see the scope of this. It's quite large. And again, why people come to me all the time. They're like, I want to speak like you. The way you express and articulate yourself is so important. You know, people pay so much attention to branding and visuals and, you know, uh, selling and so on, but you're not paying attention to what's coming off your lips. And even in your writing, although it's coming from your fingertips, it's still your thoughts coming off of your lips because people are reading it as though you're voicing this. It's so imperative. So what could you do? How can you support yourself? Well, number one is I do have a course called Articulate that I love, and it's really walking you through how to be a better communicator, how to expand your vocabulary, how to bring ideas forward in a way that is heard and felt. And so that is open to you come into my DMs. I can send you the link. It's not available on my website. That's a, that's a personal invitation to hit me up in the DMs. If you like to self-direct and watch some modules and do this on your own time. Of course, mastery, the mastermind. This is one of the key things I love teaching on is really working on people's words and how much power those words hold and being so conscientious about the things that we are saying and putting out as energy into the world, it has such profound impact, both great and not so great, right? We can, we can build somebody and we can break somebody with our words. And as a word of affirmations, a love language person, um, that is very true for me. You can build me with your words and you can cut me with your words. And I'm very sensitive to what people say and, and, and how they say things. So this is something I love to teach. It's happening in my mastermind. And then obviously my private clients just ask them. I am always always looking at the way they say things and challenging the way they say things like the word need and want and these these scarcity words that we're putting out as energy when really what we are is desiring inviting in more we want to speak abundantly 
but this takes practice. So I want to give you some tools aside from working with me that maybe you can take and start implementing immediately to, to support you in, in being more of a steward to the words and the way you communicate. And number one is recording yourself. One of the greatest things you can do is set a video camera up or record yourself on Zoom and and tell an idea. Like you were to record a podcast, like you're standing on the stage, like you have an opportunity to speak in someone else's mastermind. Record yourself talking about something you are really confident in, you're passionate about, and watch the way you express. Watch your body language. I want you to watch that video with no sound. So take the sound off and simply watch yourself. Then I would love you to listen without watching yourself. So just hear yourself without looking at your mannerisms and the way it's coming out expressive in terms of your body language. I want you just to listen to yourself and and don't judge it criticize it, pick it apart. Instead, get curious, listen, and get inquisitive about some of the habits and behaviors and patterns you have in the way you express and communicate. This is one of the greatest practices you can have for yourself to become someone who, when they speak, people listen. For when you say something, people feel it and hear it. And ultimately to build a business, to be an entrepreneur and to stand out in the very noisy industry of the online space, you must make this a practice. You must get really, really good at sharing your ideas, opinions, insights, leadership, thoughts, etc. It's so, so important. So this is just one of the ways that I love teaching is record yourself, watch it without sound, then listen without video and pick up on those habits and patterns and behaviors and doing it with love, doing it with curiosity, doing it with anticipation for how it can improve, not judgment and criticism, because we could do that to ourselves all the time. That's not the point. The point is to, to lead and grow ourselves and go, wow, I say um a lot, or I have this, this behavior where I do and, or like, or I say excited a lot. I'm just noticing I have these words that I'm overusing. And it's not about fixing this or course correcting it immediately. It's about the awareness and picking up on it so that you can really be mindful moving forward. I do believe this is a practice. I continually do it. Right now, I am, my clients know this, I'm working actively to remove, I think, out of my vocabulary. I'm starting a lot of my sentences. Well, I think this might be a great idea, or I think this might, and I have to stop. And I've been correcting myself with them, live with them and saying, no, I don't think, I know, I know this to be true. And that has been really beautiful for them to watch me action and walk the talk and also has really heightened their awareness of those ways that they dim down their light, ways that they dim down their genius. And that is what this is here for. So here we are, we are removing lazy language and we are going to start expressing ourselves in ways that move mountains change the world, shift people into love. And to do that, we have got to lead that. 
Well, how about that for the last soul spark for summer 2022? I mean, this is a call to action and I appreciate you all so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody around the world who is listening and loyal. I appreciate you and just know we are going to continue to get better and better and better. I cannot wait to continue these condensed podcasts for you and know that I'm always a DM away. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day.